0: And very pleasant good morning, everybody. As always, good to be back with you. This is the Marlins Rewind. And last night at Great American Ballpark in Cincinnati, Ohio, the Marlins opened up a four-game weekend series against the homestanding Cincinnati Reds. Red legs right in the thick of a National League wild Card race. Marlins out of things. But they were also trying to snap a three-game losing streak after Kevin off a three-game tilt in Miami in which they were swept by the Atlanta Braves. And early, 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 early... Thursday morning arrival into Cincinnati set up a matchup between Nick Neidert and Luis Castillo on Thursday night on the banks of the Ohio River. Well, Back with you with the 10th inning show from our Marlins Radio Network studios back home in South Florida at Lone Depot Park in Miami tonight where after a very early arrival this morning for the Marlins into Cincinnati, they uh, fall in Game One, six to one tonight. A ball game that they had an early lead. We were flying early. Then the Reds uh, just put up a crooked number in the fourth. Got a couple of more late, and that was all. The Marlins could not ma- muster much in the way of offense in Game One of this four-game weekend tilt from Great American Ballpark in Cincinnati, Ohio tonight, where Nick Neidert got the ball for the Marlins. The former Marlins farmhand, Luis Castillo. Toed the rubber for the Cincinnati Reds. And for Nick Neider, he was making a seventh start of the season this evening against the Reds. It was his first start since August 3rd when he earned his first big league win against the New York Mets. So looking for win number two tonight. We were flying early in this one. Scoreless through three. Castillo and Neider through the first three innings. Neider allowed just one Hit did not allow uh, a runner. The, the, the Reds did not leave anybody on base. He got himself a double play ball in the first inning and he just had this sucker on cruise control through three innings. Luis Castillo, for the most part, did the same through three. Uh, Marlins had three hits through the first two frames. They left the guy on in the second. They got a leadoff single to start the ball game from Miguel Rojas, but uh, they just couldn't get much going in this ball game tonight. Although they did grab a 1 nothing lead in the fourth. After back to back strikeouts uh, by Castillo of Diaz and Aguilar. Jesus Sanchez singled. Brian Anderson followed with a walk. They were on first and second with two outs in the fourth inning for Jorge Alfaro.
1: Two down, two on for the Marlins. No score. Alfaro swings here and he drives the ball out into right center. It's scooped up by Castellanos and coming around to score the lead runner, Jesus Sanchez. One to nothing, Marlins here in the fourth. So the good news is that the Marlins had a one nothing lead.
0: The bad news is that one nothing lead did not last very long. Bottom of the fourth inning, Jonathan India came to bat for the second time tonight. He singled. The Marlins were able and Nick Neidert able to retire Tyler Naquin. But then Nick Castellanos singled. In the bottom of the fourth inning, Marlins had a one nothing lead, but the Reds had two on and one out for their slugging first baseman, Joey Votto.
1: Now, Neidert reaches into the glove, gets the ball, fires away, and the ball is hit high and deep. This is out the right center. It's long gone. A three-run home run for Joey Votto and a 3-1 Reds lead on Votto's 27th home run of this season.
0: Number 27, RBIs, 77, 78, and 79. Tyler Stevenson followed with a walk. He was stationed there two batters later and two outs for Kyle Farmer.
1: Neidert's pitch, and it's slammed hard. A line drive toward right field to the corner, and it gets down. Sanchez has to retrieve it as it bounces off the wall. He made a dive but couldn't come up with it. And Stevenson comes around to score. They pick up another run, a four-run fourth, and a four-to-one lead.
0: So a four-run, five-hit fourth inning for the Cincinnati Reds. And uh, they did not look back in this ball game tonight. They stormed back in the fourth, and uh, ultimately they win this ballgame 6-1 tonight. Nick Neidert went five innings, allowed four runs all earned, five hits, walked three, struck out one, allowed the home run to Joey Votto, which was really the backbreaker in the ballgame. Uh, and, and you look at the fourth, and obviously Nick allows the five hits, but the one big swing is what did him in there, the three-run home run by Joey Votto. Uh, so Neidert went five, and Luis Castillo ended up just, Putting it on cruise control himself for the Reds. Uh, he went seven innings, allowed eight hits, a run it was earned. A walk, seven strikeouts. The Marlins had a couple of hits in that fourth inning and when they scored their run. Uh, after that, they got three more hits against Castillo. He retired the side in the order, right in the heart of the order in the sixth inning. Uh, Marlins just, just had no punch offensively in this ballgame tonight. Uh, mentioned Neidert went five. Ross Detweiler got the sixth. And the newcomer Brian Mitchell, who had his contract selected from AAA Jacksonville today, Got the eighth or the uh, seventh and the eighth innings in this ball game, and he was touched up in the seventh. He allowed a leadoff double in the seventh to Aquino. He retired Barrero, the pinch hitter, and Aquino was at second with one out for Jonathan India.
1: Two and two to India. The pitch, and this ball is laced down the left field line. It's a fair ball into the corner. That's going to do some damage. Coming on to score is Aquino, and India goes on into second base. He's got a double.
0: And India was there two batters later for Nick Castellanos.
1: Here's a ball drilled through the hole at short, out into left. Coming around is India. He's going to score, and the Cincinnati Reds have a 6-1 to lead in the seventh inning. That's the third hit of the inning off Brian Mitchell.
0: Four in the fourth inning for Cincinnati. Two in the seventh. The Marlins had a one-nothing lead after three and a half. A ball game that was just flying early. Uh, Marlins just one hit shy in the hit column with the Reds tonight. One run on eight hits. Cincinnati six runs on nine hits. The Marlins just went pretty uh, quietly down the stretch, and really after the fourth after the fourth inning, when the Marlins got their run, they only had five more hits the rest of the way. Uh, did not get hits in the sixth, the eighth, ninth innings. Had a couple in the seventh. Um, off of Michael Lorenzen uh, they had back to back hits with one out but Lewis Brinson wrapped into a fielder's choice then Miguel Rojas bounced out the third uh, and that was pretty much it for the Marlins here tonight again uh, no excuses to be made but obviously a very early morning arrival into Cincinnati today Uh, and just had no punch offensively in this ballgame tonight. Final score, Cincinnati 6 and Miami 1. A run on eight hits, no errors for Miami. Six runs, nine hits, no errors for the Cincinnati Reds. Reds improved to 66 and 57. The Marlins fall to 51 and 71. Luis Castillo is your winner. He's now 7 and 12 this season. Nick Neidert, your loser. He is 1 and 2. Uh, started promptly at 7:10 tonight. Total time in this ball game: two hours and 43 minutes. In front of 11,581 strong at Great American Ballpark on the banks of the Ohio River tonight. For the Marlins this evening, six punch-outs, four walks. But those six punch-outs are good for $150. That's going to be donated to AutoNation's Drive Pink Initiative to fight against cancer. For every strikeout this season, $25 will be donated to the Drive Pink Initiative, $150 donated to AutoNation. But the Marlins come up short in game one of this four-game weekend series tonight. The final score, the Cincinnati Reds, six, and the Miami Marlins, one. So the Marlins jumped out to an early lead Reds storm back, beat Miami six to one. The Marlins now fifty one and seventy one. The Reds are sixty-six and fifty-seven. Let's hear from Marlins manager Don Mattingly after the
2: Marlins loss.
0: Thanks, Dan. Hey Donnie, what adjustments did Cincinnati
2: make the second time through facing NIDER? Uh I'm not sure how much adjustment. I just think the you know they you get to see him again the second time through. Um and really, it was, it was pretty good all night. It seemed like just the one pitch, you know, the Joey tries to go away, it looked like, and just pulled across right into the into the nitro zone uh, and then bounced back and, and had a clean inning. So just the, the one inning there kind of got away from him. What led to Niter's success outside of that fourth inning? Just using his mix. You know, he's, he's going to be a guy that has to be able to pitch backwards a little bit, uh, locate his fastball. Be able to use his his breaking ball to slow you down. Use his slider, change up. Uh, he is that guy. He's going to have to be able to to do all those things. You mentioned the home run by Joey Votto. What makes him so hard to pitch to? Well, Joey didn't leave the zone very often, uh, and you don't you don't catch him. You know, chasing. He forces you into the strike zone. Um, you know, he's a guy who uses the whole ballpark. Um, always always been a really good hitter. Um, and a tough out. You know, lefties, righties, it doesn't really matter. Um, but there are certain areas that you got to be able to get the ball to. And if if you miss in his areas, he doesn't seem to miss very often, especially this year. Jordan,
0: yeah. Hey Donnie, uh, what did you see from Castillo on their end through the seven innings? He was out there.
2: Yeah, I thought we did uh, okay. We had a couple. You know, we kind of would get a guy out there, and we're kind of scratching with him. We just didn't seem to be able to get kind of more of a bigger blow um, but he's a kid that's got good stuff uh, you know he's he's anywhere from you know 95 to 100 uh, really good change up with which forces the hundred even further uh, and he uses breaking ball too but he's a guy who uses a change up at any count um, he's got he's got good movement he's he's a he's a he's a tough guy to deal with and then you talked
0: about Ju Sanchez last night after he hit the home run. He gets two more hits today. I know you said his at-bats have looked good, but to see the success that come with it one after missing a month, just how much does that help to see the results coming with the, the quality of the at-bats?
2: Yeah, I mean, this year's just been so much different than last for me. Um, the at-bats have been good, competitive, even the outs. He's getting himself good pitches to hit for the most part. Um, and you know, he was having success when he, you know, when he, when he had the, the time off uh, and it's came back for me, he's looking, looking good. So it's going to be good to be able to see him uh, just gain experience, you know, through these last couple of months.
0: And then just curious, I meant to follow up with this pregame, uh, Zach Thompson, would he have been available in a bullpen type role if the, if in if it necessitated it for him tonight?
2: No, we, we were, you know, we want him to start. So, uh, He's still a starter for us. Our our pin was in decent shape tonight. Uh, We weren't in that – we weren't at that point. And uh, so, no, we, we didn't have him down available today. Ethan.
0: Thanks, Daniel. Hey, Donnie. Sorry if I missed this, but Jazz, one night off, one night on so far this week. Is everything okay with him?
2: Yeah, he's good. Dottie, after
0: the Marlins' loss at Great American Ballpark last night. Game two of this series comes your way tonight at 7 when Elisa Hernandez toes the rubber. He'll go opposite of the veteran right-hander Sonny Gray. 7-10 first pitch, 6:40 40 airtime with Marlins on deck. And as always, we hope you find some time to join us on the Miami Marlins Radio Network, driven by AutoNation.